Ooh, it sounds distorted. I can't tell if it's because of the music. Welcome to a new installment of Basement Blather. That's right. That's the new name. I changed it again. This would be the second time I've changed it. This is a very special episode because we have a we have a guest and we're absent of a host. But we have a very special guest who may not ever join us again on this podcast. It is my beautiful, lovely wife who I just, I can't get enough of. I love her so much. It's my wife, Allie. Oh, stop. Say hello. Hello. How are you today? I'm swell. Swell. It's a late night, I know. It is. So, I just want to start off by saying thank you. You're, you're welcome. For at least humoring me. I mean, at the very least, we don't even have to post it or anything. This is just fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> Filling in for the absent Jeremy. Yeah. You can give him crap about it, too, if you want. Yeah. Jeremy's quitting smoking, and he's aggravated. He doesn't want to be on the podcast right now. He doesn't want to be around anybody. Apparently, he is, um, in his text to me, he said that he just wants to be at home alone and play video games and not be bothered by anybody. Sounds very healing. Hmm. I guess it depends on who you're talking to. That doesn't sound healing for me. But I'm not trying to quit smoking cigarettes either. This is true. So why don't you tell us a little about yourself, Allie? (laughs) I think you, of all people, know all that information. I do. I do, but the listeners, all zero of them. You're the host. Why don't you ask me some questions? Okay. If you could store up only one hour's worth of memory in your mind, which hour of marriage would you remember? Like, out of all three years? Out of all three years. That's I can a think tough of, one. I can think of several hours. Probably having to do with sex. Mm, yeah. Yeah, probably. Probably Maui, (laughs) our honeymoon. Yeah, that was awesome. There's one hour I don't want to remember of that Maui trip, which is a good story. I think that's a good uh, good spot to start off on here. So, What hour? Oh, is that that your wedding ring? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so, you know, on our our beautiful honeymoon, we went to Maui, you know, because we just... That's where people go on their honeymoon. We had no inhibitions about money. (laughs) So we're just like, let's go to Maui. And uh, what was it, like the third or fourth day in? Mm. Something like that. Mm -hmm. We went snorkeling. uh, We were going to go snorkeling in Mm Kanapalipakwe. Kanapali Beach. (laughs) Uh, We were going to go snorkeling in Kanapali Beach or whatever it was. It was the beach at the hotel. It's Kanapali Beach. And we, well, we got probably about 40 feet out. And my hands were nice and lubed up with suntan lotion. And so it was my brand new wedding ring. And uh, as we were swimming, it slipped into the ocean. Deep deep down into the ocean. How deep would you say it it crept? I think you're right by saying about, you know, 30, 25 oh, to 30 feet. That's how far we I'm were not, out. No, I know. And now also down. Mm-hmm. So it, it was pretty deep. It went down pretty deep. And you would know because you actually swam with your snorkeling gear to the bottom of the sea. 
and somehow found the ring. I did. I don't know how you did that. Are you secretly a mermaid? Mm-hmm. I wish. No, I'm just a good swimmer. You and are. I could see, since it was a fresh new wedding band, shiny, I, shiny I could ring. see the shiny shininess as I hovered under the waves. It's funny because it seems like to them that it happened a lot. It does happen like, a lot. Like they weren't panicked at all. Like I was panicking and the people at the, <laughs> the desk weren't panicking at all. So I, I assumed it's just something that happens often. And that's why people go with those metal detectors to the beach. Yeah, and that's why they, they have a guy that they call specifically to come and find the rings. So I'm surprised you didn't pick up somebody else's ring by accident. Like, I never saw any other rings in the ocean the whole time we were there. I'm surprised. But I did find it. It was amazing. We still have that ring. It, it's it's still luck. Here. It is. I'd say that's a good omen, right? Mm-hmm. It's a good omen. So yeah. What's the next question? You want all, you wanted me to read all these? Ooh, I don't like that one. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. I'm curious how you answer. If you could, if you could have witnessed any biblical event, which one would you choose? I don't care. <laughs> I somehow stumbled my way into a Christian website. I don't know how I got here, but I found it. Uh, let me let me cruise through these questions real quick. Uh, ooh, these are getting therapeutical here. I don't want to ask any of these. I feel like it's going to bring up some stuff that. Maybe... Let's not do that then. <laughs> we have a great marriage. Oh yeah, it's perfect, right? We don't ever fight. I didn't have to pouty face you into <laughs> coming down here with me to record this podcast. I think it's fun. You're not very talkative. You got to get loose. You got to go loosey goosey. What do you want to talk about? What are some things you want to talk about? Uh, you don't know? This is your show, Mr. Hansen. It is my show, but <clears throat> the whole reason I have other people on it is so I can bounce ideas off of, you know? I like the questions. I think that's a good... Good start? Mm. Maybe I should have picked a different uh, website. Non-Christian though. website. Uh, how about this? What goals would you like us to accomplish in our marriage in the next year? Five years, ten years. It sucks because I already sort of know the answer to that. Yeah. But the listeners don't. Okay. Mm. Pay off our debt. That's a good one. We have lots of debt. Mm. I'm sure most of the people listening to this can relate to that because this is a free medium. Free is for me, right? Mm. Yeah, we have lots of medical and student and credit card and all kinds of debt. So I'd like to pay that off. In the next year, and then get out of my parents' house and buy a farm. That won't be in one year. One year will be the debt. That's more like five. Three to five years yeah. will be the farm. But yeah. I do want to buy a farm somewhere down south. We currently... Ow. Motherfucker just bit me. Our cat? Yeah, the fucking cat just bit me. On my leg. <clears throat> I'm sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> Buy a farm down south <laughs> and have a family farm. I think that sounds wonderful. I do. I'm I'm really looking forward to our three to five year plan. We don't really have a ten year plan. Ten year plan would be. It's weird. Liam will be, you know, he'll be like eleven. Yeah. You know, isn't that weird to think about? <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
Ten-year plan would probably be maybe another kid or two. Two? Maybe. Really? Depends how the next one is. If the next one is like Liam, then uh-uh. If the next one's easy, I might give it another one. I doubt it will be. We'll see. So, more kids. Established farm that we can live off of and... Build some tiny houses and yeah. possibly sell them? Yeah. And have a good retirement plan under our belt and not any more debt and a good business establishment. I agree. Yeah. I totally agree with all of those except for none of them. I was just tra- I was looking at a question and I was trying to complete my sentence. <laughs> all right. What's the question? No. Um, I'm excited for uh, building tiny houses. We have this plan to build and sell custom tiny houses and possibly have like a like a campground sort of deal to of tiny houses of tiny houses but also you could tent camp and pop-up campers and small eco-friendly yeah small eco-friendly campers no big rvs that are pumping out you know co2 emissions all up into our nice, nice forest farm. yeah nice forest farm area we just want to you know Little have you told little the places. listeners about your carpentry background? I mentioned, yeah, that I do have a background. Dan is a very skilled <laughs> carpenter. I mentioned that I have a background in the trades, but I stopped talking about it like 30 seconds into it because it sounded boring in my head. I didn't think anybody would be interested about it. So he has the skills available <laughs> to build custom tiny houses that was the thing too it also sounded like i was selling myself i didn't like that either (laughs) but we've yeah we've we've touched briefly on it luckily we've only had like three episodes there's a lot of stuff to talk about in life there's a lot of stories to tell you know there's a lot of stuff to talk about and that's what basement blather is yep all right what's the question talking about things aimlessly for many hours on end what question do you want how about this one what is one of the most adventurous things you've ever done? Hmm. Ooh, another good one. I don't know. That's a hard one. Probably, I mean, just going on like a standard usual adventure would probably be all our stuff that we did in Maui. Like all the climbing through wild water fountains and... I wouldn't consider that that adventurous though. Okay. Well, because we were together and we we were never, except for that south side of the island that we drove on, I don't think we were ever in any real danger. Well, I wouldn't call that danger. It was just rugged and fun and free. And some of those roads were pretty dangerous. Yeah. Those could have been. But the most like adventurous thing I think was like maybe moving up here on my own. You know, I was only eighteen. I would consider that courageous, not adventurous. Okay, I don't. I don't think I've done anything I think adventurous. For, then. I, yeah, I think for you going to um, Haiti, Haiti, yeah, that's adventurous for sure. It was pretty dangerous. It's very dangerous. Someone got shot like the week before we went there, like across the street from where we were staying. Well, let's talk about it. You didn't just go to Haiti. Like you didn't go there when it was nice out. You went directly after the tsunami hit no it wasn't right? a tsunami it was, what was a it, an earthquake earthquake oh, okay big earthquake <clears throat> you yeah. went to provide relief right? yes i did you're such a saint no <laughs> <laughs> i had to do something with school so i did that but 
we didn't even we weren't even permitted to stay in Haiti. We had to stay in the Bahamas because Haiti didn't have any power or running water, and we were students, so it wasn't safe enough for us to. Yeah, but you still went there. You took a yes. little, a little, a little well, we plane over there. Like it wasn't. We like took a, a big plane. Oh, did you? Mm, the little plane we took to the Bahamas, uh, but the big plane was like a big belly plane full of all kinds of like. St- Prefab homes and really? water purifiers. See, that's super adventurous that you were medical in a, kits. In a plane with a bunch of stuff like that. That's adventurous. Yeah, right? it was like one half of the plane was all stuff, and then there was like a two seats, like a row of two seats, and there was all kinds of like doctors and missionaries and that's intense. I've people never done to, anything like that. People before, to build wells. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, nurses. And all the while, while you were down there, you worry about getting shot. Yes, they may. They actually, we were supposed to go alone. It was just me and another student at my school, and they actually made a a parent volunteer to come with us because it was just too dangerous to go alone. As they should have, because it's just it was crazy down there. It's like it's reminiscent of when the tsunami hit. You know that movie that we that we like. With, the uh, impossible yeah with paul no not even that one the one with paul walker um oh where he's stuck in the hospital with, with the his baby kid. yeah with his new baby i don't remember that was during hurricane katrina i also lived through hurricane katrina you did yes in florida see yeah. hurricane katrina came right across florida and we were living in palm beach at the time we had adventurous stuff happened to you I've also, yeah, a lot of natural disasters, actually. (laughs) That's because you're in Florida. It seems like there's always some sort of crazy rainstorm or flood happening down there. Hurricane. There's lots of hurricanes. I've actually lived through like three or four hurricanes. There's some guy on Florida. In Georgia, we had a bunch of tornadoes. In Boston, when I was in school, there was an earthquake. Oh, yeah. I, I was actually, I was around for that. I was sitting down to dinner with my dad, and I thought he was kicking the table. He wasn't kicking the table. I was in a brownstone in Boston, and it swayed. That's so scary. <laughs> All right, what's the next question? It's your rush. You don't want to talk more about hurricanes and stuff? Stop moving that. You're going to make lots of noise. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what do you think of my setup? It's nice. You like it? Mm. Worth the money? Mm-hmm. You need a laptop. I was looking at laptops today on uh, mm. on Amazon. Mm-mm. Not gonna happen. I found a cheap one for like three fifty. It's pretty good. Mm-mm. Mother's yeah. Day is coming up. Yeah, yeah. Mother's <laughs> Day is this weekend. I know. I'm all set for Mother's Day. Don't worry about me. No, I don't get a fifty dollar gift, and you get a three hundred and fifty dollar laptop. That's not how that <laughs> shit works. How do you know how much your gift costs already? Because I saw it taken out of the account. Ugh. Ruin all the fun. I'm going to take out cash from now on. You won't even know what's going on. All right. That might be a little smarter for someone who looks at the account. Well, for your information, I was under a time constraint with this gift, and I didn't have time to stop. Even though I hinted you about it like four months ago? And I did it as soon as you hinted about it, Mm -hmm. actually. Literally like the next week. Mm -hmm. It's taken a bit to get it it together. (laughs) Why are you grilling me? Don't, don't <laughs> grill me on my own podcast. What is this? <laughs> All right, what's the next? Give me a question. You want another question? Mm. 
Um, we talked about that. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Why did I find this website? This is hilarious. <laughs> what is usually the first thing that comes to your mind when you think about God? Can we not? <laughs> Why? Let's okay. talk about it. Uh, no. What is the first no. thing? <laughs> Oh, man, these are morbid. Why would you talk to anybody about this? What, uh, I don't, what is What movie or television program have you seen in the last year that you wish all your friends could see? That's tough. We see a lot of good shows. Yeah. There's too many good shows. Yeah, I can't that's pick a, one. That's a, that's a broad, that's a loaded question mm-hmm. is what that is. There's multiple out there. Ooh, here's a good one. Whose marriage do you consider to be a model marriage? What is it about their marriage that you most admire? No one. <laughs> you don't you don't picture anybody's marriage to be model? Everybody's got their issues. I think and my parents have a pretty model marriage. I'm not going to touch on that on public radio or whatever this is. <laughs> God forbid they listen. It's I don't want to offend anybody. Yeah, I think they have a pretty good marriage, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a bad one. God, you are listening, but you know, I have my opinions. Everybody's got their issues, yeah. like you said. That, that was just a model marriage. I think I our is pretty model. Don't try and copy anybody when it comes to my marriage. I just try and be as good of a person as I can to you, and hope that you are the same in return. I am usually right. Yeah. I'm usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. I got a good question for you. What? This is like, this is your bread and butter. Mm. So you better go into some detail on this one. <clears throat> All right. Some juicy detail. What is it? <laughs> you think I'm going to be perverted, mm-hmm. don't you? What is the best book you've read recently? Tell me about it. What did you like about it? Oh, gosh. See? There you go. That's a good one. You talk to me about this all the time. No, but there's too many. I know you read a lot of books, but what's the best one? There isn't. And you can't put Fifty Shades of Grey in there. because That's that's a really good one. That's not. (laughs) Everybody's going to think that I read such terrible books. That's Yeah, because you can't use that as an example. What was the last one you were reading? You really like that, besides the bad dreams, right? Yeah. uh, I think it's called the Throne of Glass series. I gotta look at my Kindle. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. It's called the Throne of Glass. Yeah, the uh, a Throne of Glass series. Who, who wrote it? Sarah J. Moss. M A A S. Mass. Yeah. It's about an assassin, a woman assassin, a young. She, she starts. She's like eighteen, I think, in this book. And it's just about her and her life and what happens. And she is, she starts, her parents get killed when she's very young. And she gets taken in by the head of the assassins and turned into a trained assassin. And then um, her lover and best friend is killed. And she is taken in to be a slave. And then she's given a proposition by the king to, like, compete to be his champion. And if she wins the competition against, like, 12 other assassins and 
warriors and thieves and bad people, then she would be granted her freedom after three years of service to him or something like that. So is this based in like like a Narnia type of world or like a, it's like kings and queens and like magic Game and of dark Thrones lords type of world it's like i'm gonna have to edit out that i said narnia first because that's gonna make me seem really really, really, <laughs> really like weird no you're right it is it's like a mix of all three and like it's got like spells and magic and dark forces and kings mm. and queens and assassins and killers and all kinds of like action it gave witches it gave me like bad dreams and that doesn't happen very often the witches in this book are like brutal they're really like kind of scary and they're nasty yeah yeah and they kill lots of people what you picture as a typical witch so magic has been destroyed by the king like he 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 set up a spell to make it so that because he didn't want magic to be allowed to be used so he extinguished it from the kingdom in a certain way um so the witches weren't able to ride their broomsticks anymore <laughs> really so he what, cre- else they, what else do witches have besides yeah exactly riding their broomsticks so he created these like crazy brutal flying creatures called wervins that are like clawed fanged crazy flying creatures that they can fly and kill people with um and so yeah but it's it's just like crazy story it's it's like five four or five books and they're really good and you're two books in i'm i'm on the last book i it just hasn't come out yet oh that's frustrating Mm -hmm. it's like the rest of us waiting for game of thrones to come out and i have another podcast i'm waiting to come out every monday now it's uh it's frustrating when you have to wait for stuff like that to come out you know right now i'm reading the matched series which is pretty good i have to say i just finished the second book and it's about a post america society like if you've ever read read the book the giver well we saw that movie yeah it's Yeah, it's similar to that where the society now exists and they control everything. They control sickness, they control death, they control everything. Who you marry, how many kids you have. That's that's such a fucked up world. Your career. I can't even imagine living in a world like that. They literally control everything. They have pills that they give you if you accidentally like hear something you shouldn't or see something you shouldn't so they'll give you this pill and you'll forget everything that happened in the last 12 hours that's so weird and if you get like anxious or stressed out because of something they give you a pill and it makes you calm down what and, would you do in a world like that like would you be able to make it no i, feel I would, like i would be the rebellious motherfucker well that's what she like does break out and she does kill she some people I, I don't think i would make it very far like i'd probably get killed or so but. she she breaks out with her so she has it's her her match which is like her betrothed who the society has picked for her oh so she doesn't actually like him then well she does it's her like childhood best friend oh so she actually got lucky then yes so she does love him in a certain way but she also loves someone else in a romantic way and oh boy there's got to be a love triangle well so there's a love triangle (laughs) 
you're given a micro card that has your match on it and you go home and view it after your match ceremony and when she first turned on her micro card her actual lover's face popped up first then it, the screen went blank and her real match's face came up so it was like a glitch in the system and so she ends up falling in love with that guy because she knew him too and she kept going back and forth between which one was actually her real designated match. Those poor guys, she's just leading them both on. Yeah, it's very complicated. Sounds like it. So they all are part they all become part of the rising, which is like the rebellion. And the main character and her actual lover make it out of the society and into the rising. They escape and survive through all kinds of like treks through like a canyon type like great canyon type place like the grand canyon yeah like desert and rivers and all kinds of crazy stuff so they survive and then at the end of the second book they make it to the rising and they tell her that she would be more valuable back in the society spoilers by the way if anybody's yeah <laughs> listening <laughs> and reading these books well i haven't even i guess i said what it was but um don't i don't have any we don't have any listeners anyway so <laughs> it's okay <laughs> so they make it they send her back into the capital to spy and become whatever and that's the end of the book so now i have to read the third one i think you should read it so you can have your mind be at rest of what actually happens in the end. I hate these love triangle things. I would hate to think of myself in any situation like that. Yeah, she's I very, thought, she's very, uh, she doesn't know what to do because she loves the guy because of who he really is. Um, and she, they love poetry together, which is banned. Like making up your own poetry is banned. Imagine a world where art is banned. Yeah, be- making your own art. They're not even allowed to learn to write. So this medium that we have right here would be banned be well having your banned. own opinion would completely be banned you just you're not allowed to have opinions yeah, that's what this is all about having your own opinion right yeah like you're not it, allowed to write you're not allowed to they have a hundred of every medium a hundred paintings a hundred poems a hundred songs and that's it that's all they yeah get. and that's all you get it'd be terrible if it was like the hundred songs was like half cold play songs and <laughs> half nickelback songs it's, it's not the world that i want to live in then the rest of it's just you too because they have such a long a large catalog of songs <laughs> i think that there would be a high suicide rate if that was the case they also control when you die suicide is unheard of Cancer is eliminated. Even if it's all Coldplay and you do. <laughs> well, they control your emotions. If you ever start to get any kind of... Unstable. Yeah, they, they give you really? pills. Wow. Everybody dies at 80. Everybody. You tell me about that book before. It just sounds... I don't think it would work. Like it's Well, it's not. Fiction. It's falling apart. Yeah, I don't think... At the end of the second book, it was sincerely falling apart. I don't think in this world it would ever even start to work. Like, I don't don't know, Donald Trump is running for president. Yeah, he doesn't... I don't know if he really wants that. Maybe he does, I guess, some of that, but I don't know. He's a whack job. Mm Mm-hmm. What's the next question? Uh, I didn't didn't have another one, actually. The, The 
browser crashed. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have another one. I was going to talk about Donald Trump since you brought it up. No, I don't want to talk about Donald Trump. Why? Because he's crazy. It looks like he may have won today. Oh, like he's the, last, he's the last one. He may be in the finals there. You don't feel good about that, do you? No. I don't really care. I'm not having anything to do with it. I don't see. I don't think life's going to be much different. Whoever gets voted in, like, I don't think life's going to really going to change that much. I agree with that statement for everybody but him. What do you think he's going to do? I don't know. Start wars. Really? Hmm. He has a loud mouth. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's going to get that bad though. Like, it's just really. He. <sighs> It, it's we've had people like him in office, like not maybe as extreme in the ages that people were in, like. But I just don't think that he's really going to make that much of a difference. Like he, yeah, he talks a big game, but when he's in actual office, he really doesn't have that much say on anything. Like you can't just go. I know, a, I know. Like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. you can't just say we're going to build a wall and the wall's going to get built. Like it doesn't work like that. Like the, I know. So I'm, that's I'm, what I'm saying. Like I'm not that afraid of him being in office because he, no matter what he tries to do, he's going to have so much red tape put up in front of him anyway. You know, it, uh, I just don't think it, it's going to make that much of a difference. So anyway, that's that's my feelings on on that. I want someone who has a better interest of the the small people to be in office, and I don't think that's him. I, it doesn't have to be Bernie. Obviously, Bernie would be my first choice. But the, the whole way but, around, it's a shitty selection. Yeah. It's a terrible selection. It's like going to a bad restaurant, and you have to pay for it either way. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to pick what you're going to pick, and that's going to be it. You know? What are I you, agree. You know, what are you going to do? We're the little guys. We get smushed regardless. Yeah. But we just get to make podcasts about how we feel and, you know, talk about it. And that's all we can do because in the end, it After working two jobs. Happen. Yeah. It doesn't and matter. taking care of our family. It doesn't matter what's going to happen. <sighs> Fucking politics. I hate politics. I do too. That's why I'm trying to... Uh, Avoid them all together. So you want more questions? That's what you want? Mm-hmm. Okay, I found some more questions. Okay. Shoot. Uh, yeah, these are more like before you have kids. <laughs> um, man. Having kids is crazy, huh? Or a kid. It's interesting. It's different. I hate trying to socialize with other parents. I'm so bad at it. Yeah, you are. I've, I've been finding out more and more. Like, I just hate communicating with other people. I'm like, like I have to be close with somebody. Like, if if like Jeremy had a kid or Jimmy had a kid, I would be, feel better about it because I know them, and I don't. I won't like be afraid to like discipline their kid if I need to or something. If their kid does something shitty, I won't be afraid to say, "Don't do that." But when it's somebody else's kid. I just feel so weird. And other people's kids do shitty things all the time. Yeah, but our son does too. Yeah, but I'm not afraid to say, no, don't do that, and take him away and do whatever you got to do. You know, and usually he'll cry. If I do that to 
somebody else's kid, like any one of the other parents that we know, then it'll look weird, you know? It's like this weird anxiety that I have because I'm so afraid of somebody like, you touch my kid, I'm going to sue you. Is that not how it is? No. I don't know. My mom's not afraid of shit. When we were at the museum last month or whatever it was, there was like kids getting in Liam's way and trying to take stuff from him all the time. And she would literally just go right in the kid's face and be like, excuse me, he was playing with that. Can you not do that, please? Like, I, I'm not afraid to do that. Like when we were at the pool and the kids were like going to jump off. There was like six kids, big kids that were about to jump in the pool, like right next to two babies, like in between the two babies. Yeah, you said cut it out. I was like, guys, this is not a good place to jump. And they were like, why? I'm like, because there's two little babies right here. You need to go find somewhere else. There's a whole pool to jump in. I think it's because you're one, you're a lifeguard at a pool and a teacher at a pool. So you're not afraid of... I think it's because I'm a mom. And that was going to be my second point. It's because you're a mom, and nobody's going to look at you and say that you're trying to sexually harass or assault. Why would they do it to you You, if you're with Liam? I'm a guy, and I don't know. But you're with your baby child. I don't know. I just don't think it's the same with guys. There's this weird stigma. I'm just so terrified of it. I just, even if I'm with a kid, like, I don't know. I think it's just the the days that we live in where everybody's just so willing to sue I'm just so terrified of like fucking pissing off some <laughs> some soccer mom, you know, with a bunch of kids. I don't know. So I should be I should be less fearful of yes. these soccer moms. Yes, you should hold your own. I am this child's father. I am just protecting him and the, all the other children around him so that they all play safely and kindly. End of story. Bye bye. I think we need to take more lessons from Sesame Street. <laughs> How about this question? Mm. What do you find attractive about me? <laughs> <laughs> As I wiggle my eyebrows mm. up and down. You don't uh, have to answer that if you don't want to. Your sense of humor. Oh, good. Your eyes. Oh, you like Very the, beautiful blue eyes. You like these baby blues? Um... You have nice hair. Oh, do I? Yeah. It's nice. It it's nice, right it's nice, very full, it's very fe- nice hair. Feathered right now? No, it's like freshly showered. <laughs> um, your hands, I like a lot. My you have Frank- very manly, strong hands. My Frankenstein fingers? Mm, no. <laughs> well, thank you. And your smile. You have very, very pretty smile. Oh, this is just an ego trip for me. I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> Radio silence. It's not good. I answered your question. You did. I know. So, do you want more questions? Or do you want yes. to end this? We don't. We don't have to keep talking if you want. You've done your due diligence for sure. We've done thirty-five minutes now. Ooh. I think that's pretty good. Okay. What are you looking at on your phone? Questions. Are I'm you? trying to find a question for you. You have questions for me? I don't know. I'm trying to find one. Oh, yeah? Well, pick one. I'm down to answer some questions. I shouldn't always be the interviewer. I can be an interviewee in my whole long three podcast history of doing this. Right? This is the third. 
I've already lost track. Look at that. I think that's pretty good, actually. I've done three so far. So we have um, a SoundCloud account. God, I should have written this down. I should have this written down next to me. Rookie mistake. I have a SoundCloud, and I don't know what the URL is. So I'm going to look it up right now. And I'm going to tell you fine listeners what it is. So, well, actually, this is the only place you could have found it. So, They already found it, love. I was going to say, if they found it, then they would have already known where it was. Yeah, I don't think you need to give the URL for the place where they're listening. You're supposed to. Yeah, it's true, though. You're supposed to. You're supposed to give plugs for your own show. That's how, the, that's how this works. But... I guess I won't do it this time. I'll do it next time. This, In case you're wondering what you're listening to, even though you went to the page and are listening to it, you're listening to Basement Blather with Dan and Jeremy, who isn't here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying to be somewhat professional about this and failing miserably. What's your question? I don't know. Go for it. No. I can't find any. They're all really gay. Gay? That's okay. Everybody's a little gay. It's all right. No problem. No problem. Um, I found a bunch of gay ones too, though. What's? <laughs> it reminds me of that movie. Um, <laughs> just go with it. The two that say the before they ever leave each other, they have to say three mm. things: <laughs> so, your eyes, your toes, your buttocks. <laughs> Or, what spiritual gifts do you see in me? What spiritual gifts do you see in me? I'm spiritual. (laughs) Lucky wants in on this podcast. (laughs) Fucking asshole, he bit me. I'm going to throw him outside. (laughs) You would never. You're right, I wouldn't. I love him too much. (laughs) Alright, I can't find a good question. How can I better meet your physical needs and desires? Oh, God. (laughs) We need more than a couple minutes to go over this one. Uh-oh. That's not going to make me sound very good. Just kidding. You stroked my ego and then just, just ripped it all away. That's marriage. <laughs> that was a dumb question anyway. Uh, see, I typed in Google questions to ask your wife. I tried saying questions to ask your wife on a podcast, but that was way too specific for Google. I didn't like that. So, anyway, let's end this thing before we have too much radio silence. Thank you for joining me in the basement tonight. You're welcome. It was very nice. I appreciate it. You should come down when there's more of us, and it will be even more entertaining. We can all have a a go around the table here. Yeah, well, I'm usually dealing with the child. Yeah, but if we do it after the child goes to bed, then we can I don't think other people are going to be here that late, though. I think we should try, because I think it's better that way. I don't know. I like it better down here when he's asleep and I know you're not up there having to deal with him. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. It was on the on the first podcast, too. You can hear him stomping around upstairs. <laughs> Pretty good volume. So anyway, this is Basement Blather. Thanks for listening, if you are listening. I'll post this uh, in a couple weeks, I guess, because I've already posted the other two that we had. So Good night. Good night. Good night.